Hey, it's Travis. I wanted to take this moment to discuss our sponsor, BetterHelp. I used to think talking to a therapist was a sign of weakness until I started talking to one. It has really helped me limit the negative chatter that can infiltrate my brain. Therapy has helped me become a more insightful person, father, and husband. That's why I'm excited to tell you about BetterHelp. Their online platform makes finding a therapist incredibly easy. Fill out a brief questionnaire and you will be matched with a therapist in just a few days. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash thank you notes, betterhelp.com forward slash thank you notes, or click the link in my show notes. In doing so, you will be helping the show and you will receive 10% off your first month. If you aren't clicking with your therapist, if you're not getting a good vibe, BetterHelp will allow you to switch your therapist at any time with no additional cost. Online therapy is a game changer for me. I have such an erratic schedule. I work nights, weekends, late, early, holidays, you name it. Being able to video call my therapist from my phone in a call room, at work, or in my car, or whatever, it's extremely convenient for me and it allows me the time and the, the place to actually get my therapy in. So if you're struggling, if you need to talk to somebody, go to betterhelp.com forward slash thank you notes and they'll get you set up with somebody. This has been my thank you note to BetterHelp for supporting this show. Welcome to episode 11 of the Thank You Notes podcast. I'm Travis McVeigh, the host. On this podcast, I write a thank you note to somebody and bring them on the show. In exchange, they bring their own thank you note to someone or something they feel deserves a public display of gratitude. Today's guest is Dr. Michelle Dang. Michelle and I got to know each other in Galveston, Texas, doing our anesthesia residency. She went on to do a pain medicine fellowship and has since become a certified integrative medicine specialist. We go into that. She's also a certified yoga instructor, and she teaches Legree as well. She's a, a woman of many talents, and she talks about all of them. So let's get to my talk with Dr. Michelle Dang. We did it. We did it. All right, Michelle, it's been, I don't. I think I asked you to do this four or five months ago. So what, what gives? I know it's just been crazy. My baby just turned one. So it's just this last year has been a really interesting, fun, scary, exciting year because we also moved to Colorado from Houston. So it's just been crazy. So yeah, while sorry, you were it took me so long. <laughs> like 38 weeks pregnant, you made the move? I was actually five months. Or no, seven months, sorry. Five months when I got the job offer, seven months when we officially moved last September. And then we had the baby in December. So he just turned one yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. What was the theme of the party? We don't really have a theme. We're just kind of, we're pretty casual. So we just kind of did our own thing. I like that. We had a theme. <laughs> oh yeah. What was your theme? Island. I think we had some, everybody wore lays. And I think we serve some punch. We don't even know what we're serving for our for the birthday party yet. We're just kind of winging it. So I don't know. <laughs> the weather here is very unpredictable. So it oh, could be true. snowing. Who knows? And uh, when it's not snowing, like 
today it was beautiful. It was 60 degrees. We went to the park. So we just don't know what the weather's going to be like. Kind of hard to plan because we don't know if we can be outdoors or not. So True. And you live in Denver now, so everybody knows. Yes, we live in Denver. It's beautiful here. All right. So, Michelle, this is the Thank You Notes podcast. Are you a Thank You Note writer? I am not at all. I hate writing letters. I hate writing Mm. Thank You Notes. Although I do like to listen or watch like when Jimmy Fallon does his Thank You Notes bit. That's entertaining. But I I dread doing Thank You Notes. Sorry. Is it because it's a thank you note or because you have to write it? Because I have to write it. I think if there was a way to just type it and have it be more personable, I would probably do them more. I just hate writing. I've always hated writing. So it's safe to say that Colin and Stevie will not be thanking or will not be required to write thank you notes. For their no, gifts. although I might, I might have to force them. They might do thank you texts or thank you phone calls. Okay. So that yeah. I was going to ask what your protocol is after you receive a gift. What do you do? Yeah. Normally I just depends on the person. If it's one of my friends or something, I'll just text them. If it's family who are older, we just have to call them. That's, that's kind of, that's the school of thought that the, the non thank you note writers have been in. And I, I think a lot of them go out of their way to like show, Hey, you know, I, I love this shirt. I, I wore it to such and such, or thank you for this toy. I play with it all the time. Yeah. And I think that's why I prefer texting because I can say somebody gave Stevie an outfit or a toy. I would take a picture of him wearing it or playing with a toy that way, you know, they can see, see it. And I I mean, conversely, I like receiving texts with pictures of gifts that I've given to people too, you know? What about when you receive a thank you note? What's, What's your thought process there? What goes through your head? I think it's sweet. And I always think, oh, that's nice. I wish I was a thank you note writer. Kind of same thing for Christmas cards. I hate Mm -hmm. doing Christmas cards. Whenever I received y'all's Christmas cards, I'm just like, oh, that's really nice. (laughs) I wish I could just get it together to do it, to do something like that. Yeah. I don't know if you heard, but our Christmas cards were lost in the mail, all of them this year. I did. I saw that. And I don't know. How did that even happen? How did you guys even discover that it was all of them were lost. Well, we I don't know that we've necessarily discovered that. My wife dropped them off at the post office and just it's been a week and a half and nobody's received one. So we're just going to chalk it up to, I, I don't know. I don't know how you lose 60 envelopes. Michelle, we should let my dozens of listeners know, how do you and I know each other? Dozens, I hope it's more than that. Uh, <laughs> We knew each other from medical school. And actually, can I share this story? <laughs> I know I knew you were going to tell this story. I will. I dispute the facts of it, but go ahead. I think that we were in our PBL, which is a problem-based learning class together, second year of medical school in Houston. And, and I don't think that we ever even really talked to each other. And so I am a little, I'm kind of introverted. I don't really like public speaking. I definitely don't like talking in class. So I don't think that I ever really talked in class. And I was in class with one of my good friends, Yen. And I think that I don't even know how I discovered that you didn't know, you couldn't tell us apart because Yen and I are both Asian. <laughs> Fast forward to fourth year of medical school, we're doing our elective rotations. And I was doing the same rotation as you in anesthesia. And I showed up in that conference room 
I guess somebody was like, oh, is everybody here? And you were like, oh, no, Michelle Dang is not here or whatever. And I said, uh, that's me. Hello. And so it turns out, I think you got me confused with Teresa Dang, who also is an anesthesiologist. And so then I just, I think from that point on, I was already, I didn't really like ever really interact with you, but that interaction, I was like, dude, like not all Asians look alike. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I edit this podcast heavily, so. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and so then when we, so we ended up going to residency together and on uh, when we figured, when we found out where we matched and I saw you on the match list of all the students who had matched into uh, into anesthesia residency at Galveston, I was like, oh no, I got to spend four years with this guy. And one of my friends from medical school and college, Jannard, I remember him telling me, oh yeah, Travis is a really nice guy, maybe a little awkward, but just get to know him. He's really nice. And sure enough, we went through residency together. We became like really good friends. We did mm-hmm. our st- sticky rotation together, played Mario Kart together, and um, and yeah, it's just bowling. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. bowling. Was it on a post called day or something? I don't even remember. We were at the outpatient surgery center, and I, I oh, guess right, we right. got out at like eleven a.m. or something. Oh yes, and I th- but I think no, we <laughs> then we had to go back for something. Did we? I don't even remember. So we had but like I a three-hour gap, so you just said, "Let's go bowling." I said, "Okay." That was super fun. That yeah. Was super so, fun. yeah, that's how yeah. we know each other. Well, so it's safe to say I, I was not one of your favorite people in medical school. In medical school, but you know, it, I'm I'm very glad that we were able to do resonates together. It's been a fun ride. You and me both. Yeah, you and me both. One of my favorite parts of residency was doing it with you. Oh, me too. Oh. I have some fond memories. And did you remember when, because I graduated, uh, I think two weeks after you guys did, two to three weeks because I had a baby during residency. And on your last day, we went to go, God, where do we go? I have pictures of it. We went to Saltgrass Steakhouse. No, no, we went to like some bakery, like you were post, no. Oh, right, right, right. No, (laughs) that it was, I forget the name of that baker is those three women that ran it. It was, I, I would literally had my car packed up and I was leaving yeah. town. And I was like, I have to see you before you leave. Mm-hmm. And so I think I was post call or something and, and I met up with you and had, I remember I have pictures on my iPad and I have pictures somewhere. That was good times. Good times. That was good times. So since then, your, your medical career has been, I don't know, wide ranging. It's gone through a few twists and turns. Do you want to take us through yeah. that? And, I'm getting to uh, your your current gig with uh, integrative medicine now, and that your uh, chart review that you do now. So, yeah, after residency, I did a fellowship in pain management, and that was in San Antonio. Then I moved back to Houston and did outpatient pain management for a couple of years, but just really was not super satisfied. It was just, you know, just burnt out. So I found yoga and fitness and health, and I wanted to do a little bit more for my career. So I did a fellowship in integrative medicine with Dr. Andrew Weil, who's like famous Mm -hmm. in Arizona. And so I completed that and then just kind of did a 180 with my career during the pandemic. That was kind of when it all came full circle where I was just ready to just leave clinical medicine altogether, but was not 
quite finding the right, I guess, position. And I found this job in Denver and it's actually a physician advisor position. And so what it is, is utilization management for the hospital, which for people who are not medical, it basically, I help assist the hospital with deciding whether a patient should be in an inpatient or outpatient um, or observation status. So it's kind of complicated, but it's non-clinical. I really enjoy it just because it's, I'm, I'm learning a lot, but it is, it, I also still feel like I'm kind of working my clinical brain because I review all the patients who come through the hospital and uh, these are active patients in the hospital. And uh, so it's very interesting. It's very different than anesthesia and pain management. Um, so I do miss a little bit of that, but I also on the side did teach a lot of fitness, which was a lot of fun for me. So I'm hoping to get back into that now that the baby is one year old. And anyways, that's kind of what I do now. And then part of your integrative medicine, like you were going to do a, a, what was it, a summit or. A, a... Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So this was right before the pandemic, a couple of girlfriends and I in Houston were going to put together a summit. It was called the women's integrative summit on health and wellness, health and wellness. And it was supposed to be in Houston um, in May of 2020, which was obviously right during the pandemic. So leading up to it, I, that's when I started podcasting and I had guests, I interviewed guests on my podcast, just all in a kind of all types of health and wellness, a lot of medical people, but also non-medical people as well, all women. The whole idea was to put together this summit based in Houston, since that's where we were at the time, just to bring together all women in the area just to talk about health and wellness topics. That's when I started podcasting in 2020 and I did it throughout 2020 and 2021 up until I um, made the move. And what was the name of your podcast for everybody? It's called the wish well podcast. So it's the mm -hmm. women, women's integrative summit on health and wellness wish well. Okay. And it's still, there's, I think, I don't know, 70 something, 80 episodes. And like they're still available. Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. Did you listen to every single one? I've listened to probably a quarter of them. There's a lot of great topics that we talked about. There's so many women who came on who had such interesting backgrounds. So it was a lot of fun to do. Now, I can't remember. Did you ever ask me to be a guest on your podcast? No, because you're not a woman. <laughs> but I, I have lots of things I could share about women's health. Yeah. I think well, that's a little you know... exclusionary. <laughs> Well, you know, what's, what's funny was before we moved to Colorado, I want, I took a break. The whole, my whole intention was to take a few, a few months break and then get back into it and discuss more in depth about certain topics. Like I had ideas on discussing things like things that people don't really like to talk about or don't, people don't want to talk about a whole lot, like miscarriages or um, abuse or, you know, that sort of, those sort of topics that you know, are geared more towards women, but um, definitely I've had ideas of men coming on the podcast as well. And I had a list of topics that I was thinking about going into. And then I was actually going to change the name of the podcast as well. But as you know, it's just, it's a lot of work to do a podcast. Then that was when we found out that we were, we got the job in Colorado or I got the job in Colorado. And so it was just, and then I was pregnant. So everything just got pushed. And I kept, yes. as you know, like kept, kept delaying getting my podcasting equipment out. I still don't have it back out. 
and it's still in the back of my mind. So one of these days, I think I'm going to start it up again. Well, if somebody wanted to check out your podcast, what's an episode that you think kind of stands out? Oh, gosh. Um, Some of my favorite episodes are probably with some of my good friends that I've interviewed, just because it's so fun to interview close friends that I have on the podcast. One of the earlier episodes with one of my friends, Angela Leong, is really good. She talks about, you know, her personal journey. And I think some of the ones that I like too are the shorter ones and they're they're my solo episodes. So there's probably about three or four solo episodes and one of them might just talk about cooking. It was just kind of random, but that was a fun episode. So Yeah, I listened to that one. That's a good one. <laughs> you had to sum up like your integrative health, your podcast, like mission statement, like what, what are you, what message are you trying to get across? What's the message that you're trying to get out? Oh gosh, that's a tough question, Travis. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting um, good at this. <laughs> I think, I think what I've learned in my own personal journey is that there's just not one box for everybody uh, when it comes to your own health and wellness. And especially, and I'm very much into fitness and health and what works for me may not work for other people. So that was what I wanted to bring across through my podcast is interviewing women from all sorts of different walks of life. And my question to them was, what does health and wellness mean to you? And the interesting thing is it meant something slightly different for everybody. So that was what I wanted to bring across to people, to women. The thing that I liked about it is having gone through medical school and we learn all these diseases and we learn all these procedures and et cetera, et cetera. When you and I get to people, they've kind of been neglecting a lot of the things that you talk about in your podcast, like the spiritual yeah. health and the mental health and the physical fitness. A lot of these people haven't been doing that. And by the time we get to them as anesthesiologists or even a primary care physician or a you know cardiologist, you know, you've already lost decades that you could have been addressing a lot of these things. Yeah. And so we're kind of in the business of fixing sick people rather than keeping well people well. And that's what I like yeah. about your podcast. It's, it's more about keeping well people well than fixing sick people. Yeah. But I mean, even so, it's really hard to remember that because personally, like, I mean, I felt like I was pretty healthy and fit. And then I had a baby and it was like the first probably six to eight months of his life. I was just like, everything was out the window, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So I think that it's important for everybody, whether wh wherever you are in your journey. Well put. Yeah. Let's do our, let's do our thank you notes. Sure. All right. <laughs> the you actually background. wrote a thank you note. I put it I, in my phone. See how good I am. I do. No, I write one for everybody. You're All so good. Will I, will I get the actual thank you card? I, sh I should you, mail, will you mail I it to me. You should mail it. I should mail it. Um, both sides. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a long one. I thought that you were, you did short ones. My, what did you, my th what did you really think short. you were getting into? Dang. I'm not sure. I listened to a couple of podcasts and I remember it being like relatively short. Thank you notes. I read quickly. That's probably okay. Why. Maybe that's why. Dear Mish, what a ride, huh? We started as strangers, and I think you've said on more than one occasion that you initially didn't like me. Now we have been good friends for 15 <laughs> years. It's an astonishing oh number. From our commiserating the woes of residency, board exams, and being single in our mid-30s to the super fun times we've had bowling, 
working together and hitting a happy hour. I'm eternally grateful to have you as a friend. I also wanted to thank you for the inspiration you've given me and your dedication to wellness and sharing it all on your podcast. I don't think I ever told you how proud I was when you became a yoga teacher, as well as all the other accolades to follow. You're a super doc, super mom, and a super friend. Thanks, Travis. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I'm That's glad so you funny because we like hit on all the stuff that was in your thank you note. That's no accident. <laughs> and this you'll is... be you'll you'll be interested to see what my thank you note is. But anyways. <laughs> I'm on pins and needles. Like <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> is it my turn now? It can be. Do you, do you have any other reactions, thoughts? No, I think reflections? It, it's, it's very touching. I'm very touched. And Good, I'm very grateful. <laughs> I'm very grateful to have you in, in, in my life. And um, I know that we are in completely different cities. Yes, we are. Which we have for a while. I think the mm-hmm. last time you were in Houston was residency? I mean, I've been back a We've few been times. Back. Oh gosh, I remember nights where we we went out to eat. Do you remember we went with Dudley to Underbelly? Was it Underbelly? Yes. <laughs> I still have pictures from that night. And then we went to oh the other one B B R C. Uh, yeah, B R C, the big red. Yes. Chicken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So those are good times. And then mm-hmm. I've been up to to Dallas a couple times for review courses and and things like that. So. I mean, I know I'm in a different state now than Texas, but hopefully you guys can come up to visit. Yeah. I, I mean, I love to ski and we always fly in and out of Denver. So my yes. my daughter's seen snow once, but it, it's not like, it's not fun when it's in Dallas. It's fun when it's in Colorado. The snow is amazing here when it sticks. It's just so beautiful. And it's great because when it snows here, I don't know. I, I've never lived in Dallas. I don't know what the snow is like in Dallas, but here when it snows and it's sunny, it's great like Colin my older son will go out in t-shirt and and shorts Mm. and play in the snow and it's just it's really bizarre but he loves it all right dang what is uh what's your note okay who's it to okay so my note is actually not to a person which I thought this is a podcast first is it? it is. So this is a thank you note to yoga, which I thought was so funny because you did mention me being a yoga teacher. Yes. So I was actually, when I was listening to one of your podcasts, I was thinking, okay, so I know that you want me on the podcast and I know I need to write a thank you note. What should it be to or who should it be to? And I couldn't really think of a person. I mean, I can think of lots of people, but really the more I thought about it, the more I was like thinking, I want to thank something related to my health and wellness journey. And so I couldn't think of anything else but yoga because that's kind of what started my whole journey into integrative medicine and becoming yoga certified was amazing. And then after that, Legree certified. And so it just started everything. Anyway, so here's my thank you note. It's very short. Thank you, yoga, for giving me an outlet during a time I really needed the physical and spiritual healing and community and for jumpstarting my love of fitness. That's it. Thank you, Memo. I told you I'm not a big letter writer. I felt like that kind of captured just my thoughts on on yoga and how it started. Well, namaste. Yes, namaste. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know much about Legree, but are you still uh, instructing yoga? 
I am not, but I am taking yoga. I did a lot of yoga when I was pregnant just because that was all I could do. I have a Peloton, but after a while, it just was really hard for me to figure out the handlebars with a pregnant belly. And I was doing Peloton a lot. And then I needed to have some movement when I was pregnant. So I really came back around to yoga, which was lovely. I loved it. It was great. And then after the baby was born, it took me a couple months to kind of get back into the groove of things. But I started, again, doing yoga. And so now I do yoga, maybe I try to do it once a week, midweek as kind of like my my break from intense fitness. But I do a lot of spinning now. And I still do Legree Fitness, which is basically high intense, a uh, high intense workout on a machine called a Megaformer. But yeah. Did you incorporate yoga into your pain medicine practice? Um, well, at the time, I did teach some yoga classes to my staff, which was kind of fun. This was when I was working at in the medical center at Methodist in Houston. And there were a couple of patients who were really interested in in yoga. And so I would teach them different moves they could do to help with their pain. Um, in my last practice, when I was in private practice in Tomball in, in Houston, there were a couple of patients who actually sought me out, which was kind of cool because I did a chronic pain workshop at a yoga studio. And so that was that was pretty cool uh, for them to find me that way. It wasn't a whole bit, it wasn't a big percentage of people who were interested in it, but the ones that who were really brought me a lot of joy. So yeah, I, I kind of think that's the ideal for, you know, medicine as a whole. And I think that's kind of where I think medicine should go is that we should incorporate a lot, a lot more of that. And I think people would stand to benefit a lot more from that than, you know, just the medication and just, you know, take a few of these and come see me in a, in a month. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay, Michelle, last question. What's your favorite kind of margarita? Oh, a squirrel, a squirrel, a squirrel margarita. margarita. Yes. <laughs> That's an inside that joke. It. We can but, explain it. Yeah, that was when I was in Dallas for a board review course. Oh my gosh, I was there for what is that guy's name? Niels Jensen. Yes. <laughs> I haven't done anesthesia in forever. I can't remember his name. So I was there for Niels Jensen course, and we had got it was Cinco de Mayo, and we had gone to eat. I don't even remember what, what the restaurant was. Do you? It's called La Ventana. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And so then I wanted a margarita. and Well, it was really loud. And I asked the lady, what kinds of margaritas do you have? And she said, we have house, we have rocks, and then we have squirrel. <laughs> Is it squirrel? Yes, yeah, squirrel. And you kept like, no, Travis, she's saying swirl. Oh, okay. So we had yeah. to get it then. So and we had to get a margaritas. squirrel margarita. That was that was fun times. All right, Michelle Dang, I'm glad we did this. I'm so glad too. This was fun. When you get your podcast up and running again, I expect to be courted heavily. Well, I thought uh, there. Were, so this is funny because I was, like I said earlier, trying to figure out how to rebrand and rename my podcast, and and I wasn't sure which direction I want to go. So I thought, well, maybe maybe what I want to do is to kind of do a podcast about being Asian American. So that would be a perfect podcast for you to come. Perfect for me. <laughs> so yes. Anyways, I don't I don't know what direction I'm gonna go, so but I will definitely think of you. <laughs> the I can't have Travis on this podcast 2.0. <laughs> Hopefully not. Alright, I gotta run. 
Gotta push the munchkin to bed. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Let's talk soon. Yes, we'll do. Bye. Okay, bye. Thank you to the lovely, talented Dr. Michelle Dang for coming on the show. It was a treat to talk to her. It's always a treat to talk to her. I will link to her podcast, the Wishwell podcast, in the show notes. Also, there will be links to my Facebook page, links to my Instagram, and the voicemail number. So interact with the show in any of those ways you'd like to. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.